amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy. Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside MutinyRadio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced, in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th and Alabama for Titans of Comedy. Every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. All right, friends and fans, it's 6 o'clock. It's usually time for the happy hour, the happiest of hours. Uh, But... There ain't no comedy left in San Francisco, but is there? Is there? Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna play this amazing new video game that you can actually play too. Uh, my buddy out of Scotland, Francis Grome, he put together, it's called Basically I Find You Attractive. And it's an amazing online game. He's a poet and he created this game that's about incels wandering through the dystopian dating scape and it's all about uh, there's some trigger warnings about like um, sexual harassment and all these kinds of things but I'm going to play through um, his game and I invite you to play it your own way it's this really cool game it takes between 11 and like 27 minutes depending on how you decide to play the game it's like choose your own adventure in a dystopian future scape where um, you're going to enjoy it All right. so thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio Thanks to Francis Grohm. Check him out. Like, I've met all these people through these CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life Zoom poetry reading that we do on Wednesdays at noon here, and it's 8 o'clock in Scotland. We've been doing it all through COVID. It's been amazing. So listen to that on the AltaCast if you want to hear some poetry. People are like, poetry? Who cares? It matters. Okay? Poetry still matters. Uh, Enjoy this uh playthrough of basically I find you attractive on the Arcana launch issue number nine out of Arkansas University of Arkansas and uh, thanks to Francis Grohl for sending this to me and we'll be back after this with people doing comedy in a really safe space there's only like three of us here and we all have masks on and everyone's gonna use their own microphones and we've got all our things don't worry also I tested negative for COVID so hey I'm not a vector all right. Yay. I'm not a vector. Yay. It's already time for our final reader of the evening. Francis Golm is the creator of several award-winning film poems that you can find on his YouTube channel. And he'll be reading from his piece, Basically, I Find You Attractive. Some people of a certain age will probably get the, the joke there because basic was one of the predominant programming languages of the 1980s. And I've written a a short story, Uh, it's in basic, Um, it's a multiple choice kind of uh, branching narrative. It's an incel simulator, involuntary celibates. It comes from research into the the seduction community. I first heard about this in about 2008 when I was uh, gamed 
by a woman I fell madly in love with, but um, she told me that she'd read Neil Strauss's The Game, which is a, a seduction manual That's, that, that became quite well known. And I bought a copy and when I looked through it, I basically saw the script of our entire relationship, such as it was. And in those seduction communities, um, they say that this isn't about conning people, it's not about, um, it's not a cult, it's not about sell, selling a silver bullet to disenfranchise young virgins. It's about um, empowering people and all that kind of good self-help talk. Having been the target of, of it, I can't deny, you know, that um, I was left, um, I did have a, an ideal experience that was really nice, but when you're left alone and abandoned afterwards, it's, uh, you know, it, it's hard to rectify yourself to that disillusionment of being left alone. It seems that people who have answers always have lists of words. They have like a, a glossary that splits up the world and lets you know how it works. Every self-help guru has a Bible. Sometimes that's a Bible with a, with a capital B, but it doesn't always have to be. This is an interactive fiction that I'm going to play you. Basically, I find you attractive. A text-based adventure by Francis Gold, life coach and meta-reprogrammer of human biocomputers. Contact Francis Golm on Twitter at Sideburned, poet. Win the game and secure sex, by any means necessary. We're just friends. So don't go... Approach your mark, scan for negative attributes, add these to your backhand backpack, and toss out benign insults regularly. This will destabilize the mark. If your non-versation is about to end, go for the self-deprecation, make some dad jokes. A bad pun partnered with raised eyebrows will establish you as non-threatening. It says, you're self-aware, you don't take yourself too seriously. You're fun. Those backhanded compliments weren't as mean as they seemed. Use this opportunity to excuse yourself briefly for a lavatorial break. I'm just off to shake hands with your soon-to-be best friend. Nonchalantly trapes to the toilet. If your mark is present upon your return, skip to four minutes on this instructional audio recording. If the mark is absent, Skip to six minutes on this instructional audio recording. If present, four minutes. If absent, six minutes. Four or six minutes. Four or six minutes. Well, the coin is um, spoken and that, that was a yes. Uh, the mark is going to be present. <laughs> Result. The mark is compliant. Now compare and contrast yourself to competitors in the vicinity. List their obvious deficiencies. You will find these in your criticism knapsack. After you have decimated rivals, invoke sympathy. Why do they get everything in life handed to them? Does the mark water you with the pity you so need to thrive? If so, skip to 19 minutes. If the grimace of the mark's social nicety spasms into a rictus of disgust, skip to 22 minutes. Yep, so the, the coin has breached heaven that, uh, yes, the mark uh, does accept that and humours humors, humors the, the pickup artist. We're going to skip to 19 minutes. 22 minutes. 
19 or 20 minutes. Oh, fiddly. We're throwing a bit of dead air there. So as you can see, this is um, basically giving um, choices either or. So the, the, the pickup artist, um, the protagonist is responding to the environment and you can cycle through this as many times as necessary. Playing the numbers, the numbers game, try to hit upon success. Mention a social event the Mark may like to go to. Arrange to meet at a specific time and place. Do not mention the word date. Do not mention it'll just be the two of you. The Mark demures. Skip to 26 minutes. The Mark accepts. Skip to 32 minutes. If no, 26 minutes. If yes, 32 minutes. Yep, the mark is going to demure this time. The last time I felt this low, I almost chugged on a bottle of bleach. I chose bleach because it kills 99% of germs. Show the shelves inside your cabinet of deficiencies. If the mark counters your itinerary of shame, skip to 32 minutes. If the cold-hearted Harridan does not, Skip to 22 minutes. The mark humors you 32 minutes. Otherwise, 22 minutes. 32 or 22 minutes. 32 or 22 minutes. Yeah, so it's not perfect. It's pretty hard, you know, like trying to click on things, but uh, I'll fill it with a little bit more time. Uh, a little bit. So, um,. Yeah, this playthrough, um, it just um, goes through one of the many different outcomes that, that can happen. Uh, it, it does come with a trigger warning. It's, we're not going to go to somewhere, anywhere too dark tonight. Um, but there is some, you know, it goes to some dark places, but it's done, uh, it's not gratuitous, it's not graphic. But, um, you know, these people aren't, aren't the nicest of people. Oh, I see, we're going to move on to the next bit. <laughs> Feign a panic attack. This should be easy. Listen to your body. Be present. Allow the sympathetic nervous system to do its thing and flood your bloodstream with adrenaline. Fight the flight response. Doing so will induce hyperventilation. Drop to your knees. If the mark attends you, skip to 30 minutes. If the mark abandons you, then compose yourself in. Well, it looks like that kind of um, display pathetic displays um, induce some sort of sympathy and the uh, the mark is, is going to stick around. Achievement unlocked. Item drop. A hairpin. Add this item to your trophy cabinet. Level up. You are in the safest zone possible. Relax. The mark has passed your test and revealed weak boundaries and or sense of self. Talk openly about yourself. Enjoy the Mark's company. See the Mark socially, ever more regularly. Become friends. Grow embittered as things do not progress. Introduce pointed comments. Why is everyone else happy but me? I'm a nice guy. Why can't I meet the one? Why do people always reject me? Why can't people see what's right in front of them? If the Mark tolerates this behavior, Skip to. Yep, so the mark does tolerate that behaviour. As we can see, the, the, the overwhelming strategy of the, uh, the pickup artist here appears to be um, emotional blackmail and manipulation. Level up. Make your judgments overt. Mention how you disapprove of the mark's values, beliefs, lifestyle and choices. Citing the places the mark goes, 
the mentality of the mark's friends, and the mark's choice of clothing. Passive aggressively send the mark an email attachment innocently referencing the situation. I'm sorry that I am actually nice, not a jerk. I'm sorry I would rather make love to you than just screw you, like some random guy. I'm sorry that I am always the one you need to talk to, but never good enough to date. I'm sorry if I start not being there because it hurts to see you like this. But most of all I'm sorry for not being sorry anymore. Conclusion Ladies always complain and gripe to their friends that there are never any good guys out there, and they always end up with asshats who mistreat them. Well, ladies, next time you're complaining, maybe look up to see who you're complaining to, maybe that special someone is right there hanging on your every word, as usual, screaming in his head, why won't you give me a chance? Never mention such attachments. If the mark brings up the subject take a blindfold from out your gaslighting sack and explain to the mark how they are paranoid. It's a circular. I forwarded it to everyone. Beg the mark to have sex with you. Repeat as necessary. If the mark cracks, skip to 45 minutes. If the mark gives you an ultimatum, skip to 52 minutes. Well, the coin is spoken and, and the, the mark isn't cracking. Oh, oh, God, he's so pathetic, isn't he? I mean, it's so cringe. Um, I actually got, I, I received that attachment actually once, but it was sent to me... Um, from a from a woman friend of mine so um that i think this you know gender isn't all it's about it can cut it cuts uh, beyond the gender divide anyone can get angry unkaiste your vitriol and scold the mark with all your resentment be sure to make full use of the props available break some non-expensive items that look good when hurled at walls Locate a plasterboard and put a fist through with ease. Make a big deal about this. Revel in the illusion of strength it gives you. Finally, give the mark the opportunity to relent. If you knew all along women find violence sexy, skip to 45 minutes. If she opposes you, skip to 43 minutes. Yep, that's an opposition. That's an opposition. You're scum and everyone knows it. Deep down, you know it too. Right, so that's one pass through. Um, it led to failure, and uh, you can play through it as many times as you wish. There's like three different levels. Yep, uh, and thank you. That's that's everything from me. Hope you um, got something out of it. Thank you so much, Francis. Can't wait to play it.
All right, is this working? Can you hear me? It, not really. How about this? Is this better? You can hear me now? So it's no longer dead air officially? Huh? I'm almost all the way up. At the it might be because it's this. Is this better? A little bit better? It's because there's uh, protection on the mic, and I had my mask on as well. And her mic, her personal mic, is raw. That's why that is. So anyway, this is Matthew Quirk, local handyman, roller skate instructor, and comedian, taking over Mutiny Radio in a mutinous style, uh, as Pam is nowhere to be found when her video turned off. Uh, this is supposed to be the happy hour, where open micers come to uh, test out their new material. Oh, sorry. We were covering for dead air. Oh, goodness. Say something funny. This is always the roughest part. Uh, so the uh, baseball, the Cleveland baseball team is uh, moving along with history, and they're going to change their name from the racial slur that it was. Uh, I, for one, suggest that they change their name to the Cleveland River Fires. You see, their river caught on fire a couple times. Yeah, that's a sports joke. I got sports jokes going. You got sports jokes? Is well, it about was rugby? Was it a rugby joke? No, that was about the Cleveland baseball team. There's a Cleveland baseball team? Yes. Are they called the Indians? Did they, they change their name? They Are they were. the Native Americans They're now? changing it, and I suggested that they call themselves the Cleveland River Fires. <laughs> because water in Ohio lights on fire. It certainly has. Historically, the Cuyahoga <laughs> River, uh, I believe it's called, uh, caught on fire. Cuyahoga, that sounds like a Native American word. Yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Sure. I, I would hate to disrespect the river. <laughs> if it's on fire, who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Matthew Quirk. Uh, we're here, and we've got... I mean, it's not like there's, we're our own, you know what? Comedians now are their own audience and that's the way it is. And that's exciting. And they might or might not have material. <laughs> do anybody have, do, does anyone remember how to do comedy? I barely remember how to do comedy at this point. It's been a week and a half and I'm like, what is it? You say things into a microphone. Is that how it works? Do you, uh, do you, do you guys want to tell each other jokes? Do we all tell jokes together? Do you want to, who, who wants to go first? He does. Matthew Quirk wants to go first. Of course he does. He's amazing. He's wonderful. He's here. Uh, hey, close the um, lid on the, on the pastries just so that we don't step on them. That would be great. Oh, he brought his own microphone because he's a champion. Yeah. Am I on? Hey, everybody. Matthew Quirk. Yay. Uh, so, uh, you know, COVID, we've like moved to purple, right? We're all on like super lockdown now. And, uh, you know, that, that sucks, right? Uh, but uh, we're, you, you, it doesn't really suck anymore for me. See, I live in my van. So the sucking for me is the exact same. It's the exact same level that it has been since before all this lockdown stuff. 
Uh, you also can't really enforce too much lockdown on me because I'm an essential employee, right? I'm an essential worker. I, I do plumbing. And uh, doesn't that make me like in front of the line for getting the vaccine, right? Because I'm, I'm so essential, no? But, you know, it is, it is shitty that it's getting, you know, like the holidays, like it was Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah. And it's pretty shitty being in lockdown. You can't gather, right, and all that sort of thing. But uh, you got to admit, historically speaking, it's only like the 10th shittiest Hanukkah. I mean, if that... 42 Hanukkah, not so yeah, there's, I mean, there's like five right there that were pretty bad. Uh, okay, anyway. So uh, one of Biden's advisors, uh, Republican Cedric Richard, got COVID-19. Can we stop the fucking spread already? I mean, we just, this is why we voted out Trump, because the administration was getting covid Anyway, uh, Pence got his COVID vaccine shot on TV and said it was a medical miracle. And, uh, hey, Mike, if it's medical, it's not a miracle. You're a genius, They are specifically exact opposites. Round, yeah. <laughs> It was just sitting right there. I got to think maybe someone else has said it, but I said it independently of anyone else. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone was talking about how the vaccine, you know, how all frontline workers were getting it and, you know, that in the line he was dead last. And I was like, dead last. That That's the goal, right? To be dead last. Like that's... That's the hot spot, actually. Uh, someone was fingerprinting like everything that they brought into their house, like every Coke can they were fingerprinting to see if they were contagious with anything. And I got to think, if you're drinking Coke, you don't care about your health <laughs> or the environment, frankly. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Cruise apparently blew up at the people shooting Mission Impossible Infinity or whatever the fuck. And because uh, they were breaking the, the COVID restrictions. And uh, I would like to stand up for Tom Cruise. He was just saying what we're all thinking when people get all in your space out there. Am I the only one who still shops? They got those painted boxes and people are still walking right up on like stand, breathing on you. It's like six feet, motherfucker. It's painted. Uh, why was I talking about, oh yeah, Moscow bitch McConnell uh, says that he's been working for days on a COVID stimulus package for the regular Americans. Yeah, for days. Uh, it's been 10 months, Mitch. It's been 10 months, you fucking dick. Uh, <clears throat> apparently there's been a major cyber hack at the Pentagon. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Any hack at the Pentagon is major, right? <laughs> They're all, it's pretty sensitive stuff. Uh, anyway, I thought the border wall was gonna stop all that. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, even uh, Boris Johnson is saying like, hey, let's not don't go to church for Christmas. You know, it's going to stop the spread. It's, you know, but people just want to gather for the religious. You know, they want to make a religious exception in science, I think. And I would like to remind all those religious people that uh, Santa, Jesus and God are fake and the virus is real for the last time. Yeah. Should I say Darwining again? Darwin. This is what Darwin was talking about. <laughs> so there's a bunch of vaxxers uh, that are putting out info on how to refuse the vaccine. These anti-vaxxers. Yeah, that's right. Just say no is making a comeback. <laughs> it worked so good in the 80s. Bringing it back. So now there's a beef between Melania and uh, Jill Biden. Excuse me, Dr. Jill Biden. And uh, th this is the sweet spot of the Republicans, right? They're like thinking of faking an education while doing porn is smart and actually being a doctor is stupid. That's their, that's the Betsy DeVos plan in the first place. Uh, so Betsy DeVos on her way out is is uh, saying to the people under her at the education department to keep the resistance. And uh, no big deal, Betsy, but I don't know what resistance means because I grew up under your education system. Anyway, is she talking to QAnon? Is this the same resistance that wasn't following her orders in the first place, according to her? Is that who she's giving a last piece of advice to? Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot to turn my phone on before I walked up here. So, uh, how about that Cleveland Indian fire? Okay, so uh, Trump is saying that like Pence and everyone should get the vaccine that he wants to name after himself. Uh, he wants to call it the tra Trump vaccine. He, however, no. yes, he, however, is not getting the vaccine until his personal doctor says it's okay. I thought this guy knew about TV, right? That he should take it on TV to, okay. Anyway, Trump is dodging the vaccine like he's dodging the Vietnam draft. Ah. He's dodging the vaccine like it's a subpoena. He's dodging it like it's his federal taxes. He's dodging it like it's an ex-wife or a current one for that matter. He's dodging it like it's Tiffany, his daughter. What do you mean you didn't know he had a daughter named Tiffany? She's, she's the one that's never talked about. Uh, he's dodging the vaccine like it's a follow-up question from the press. Actually, he's dodging it like it's a fair question from a female member of the press. He's dodging that virus like it's a response, the vaccine like it's a responsibility. Uh, he's dodging it like shaking the hand of one of his supporters. Guy's a germaphobe. Uh, he's dodging the vaccine like it's the Constitution. 
And he's dodging it like it's a deposition. He's dodging that vaccine like it's reading. That's all I got on that. How long have I been? Oh, I'm not paying attention. Oh. I'm not paying attention. You do whatever the fuck you want, Matthew Quirk. You want to do 45 minutes right now? You fucking do your special, goddammit. <laughs> I might come short of that. But I would like to say, uh, I don't know if you know, but breakdancing has been accepted into the Olympics as a sport. And I would like to be clear, it's not a sport. Okay? It's a competition. It's hard. It's worth millions. I can't do it. But it's not a sport. It's a competition. Sports have defenders. Well, you're trying to pop and lock. If someone else is trying to pop and lock you, that's Greco-Roman wrestling. If there's no other guy there, that's breakdancing. Any questions? Mm-hmm. Usually I get a little more feedback about it. Uh, so Trump uh, wants to name the, uh, the vaccine after himself. And uh, when you compare it to what Jonas Salk did with the polio vaccine, he, it's called the polio vaccine. It's not called the Salk scene. But uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but after he gave the vaccine away, he was an insufferable jerk about it. He was <laughs> such a fucking jerk. Um, so uh, someone wouldn't mask their child on an airline. And so the family got kicked off of the plane. And uh, I, for one, am all for... Uh, the, it was a two-year-old. I am all for... Two-year-olds getting kicked off of the plane. (laughs) I don't know who's on the side of the crying two-year-old, but anyway, if if that kid got COVID on the plane, I wonder if that family would sue the airlines. I just I wonder. Uh, On that note, if that kid gave COVID to the rest of the passengers, who would? They sue, right? The two-year-old? No, the airlines. So I'm just for a a blanket, not just a medical, but a blanket two-year-old exception on airplanes. Is anybody with me? Uh, Apparently it came out that Michelle Bachman, anybody remember her? She was a, a Bush advisor. She ran for president, a religious fanatic. Yeah. What? Yes. This it was a long, long, long time ago. Anyway, uh, she said, apparently it came out that she voted for some non-Republican issues. And she said that Satan stole her vote. And I got to say, when the dog ate my homework sounds too crazy. <laughs> Satan did it. I don't know if I can go much further back in time with newsworthy... Things that I haven't said. You could also tell jokes about non-newsworthy things. Have you ever thought about no, I that? Can't. Like, no. Talking about no, I can't. Other things like yeah. <laughs> like I've done my van set. 
I'm saving it for sweater weather or living in a. There's gotta be living in the. How I'm. I'm getting the stretch sign. You're. I mean, stage. Do you you don't have any Santa jokes? Come on, that beard. Well, I. I. I do have a SantaCon incident. Ginger's, Ginger Santa rides yeah. again. How many people made out with you last weekend? Uh, just, just one. Thanks. <laughs> just, just my girlfriend. What? Boo. I don't know what you do. Square. Under vanilla. Yeah. You think you live in San Francisco? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. It was just SantaCon, but they actually canceled the official event. Too Santa Contagious. And yeah, but uh, my my last Tinder date was at SantaCon. Yeah, uh, not last SantaCon, uh, not the SantaCon before that, but the SantaCon before that. That's how long that app was just hanging around my neck. Stupid fucking app. Uh, anyway, uh, it was SantaCon. We hooked up through the app. Uh, she was like, hey, I want to go to your holiday Christmas party. And I was doing plumbing at the time. We don't have holiday Christmas parties. But I was like, let's go to SantaCon. She's like, hey, great. I've always wanted to go to SantaCon. It's on my bucket list. And my dirty little mind was thinking, keep that bucket list handy. Maybe we can cross off a couple, two, three things on that bucket list. And uh, so I dress up. I'm all Kris Kringley, right, with my beard. I'm wearing like a nice felt jacket and like a checkered red shirt and this like smart tie. And I have a felt hat on at just the right angle, you know, some nice slacks. I'm looking good, right? Uh, She sends an Uber to pick me up because apparently... She is an executive at Uber and gets nice. free, right. I'm like, cool. I will ride bitch on this date. I'm all I'm all for it. So she comes out in her super tight elf costume and she had had some work done and it was worth it. She looked great. So she hops in the Uber. We get to SantaCon at Union Square. We pop out. As soon as we get out, someone has mistletoe over us. What do you do with mistletoe, everybody? Make out, bitch! Kiss at least, you sluts. Uh, <laughs> straight. So, anyway, so I'm thinking a kiss, right? And it's also like it's our first date. We barely know each other's names. It's a forced kiss, right? This didn't happen organically, naturally. So I go in for a demure peck on the cheek kind of kiss. And she open mouth kisses me. And right, sugar plum fairies start dancing in my head, right? Uh, As we're pumping and grinding in all the bars throughout SantaCon, you know, I am just ready, you know, to jingle all the way with her. You know what I mean? And uh, so here comes the last bar we're at. She calls the what I like to call the last Uber of all time, right? Oh, romantic like. And uh, I'm ready to deck her halls. Let's do this. Let us celebrate. I'm going to slay, right? And uh, yeah. Uh, 
But she puts me in the Uber and sends me home alone because apparently she had been sneak texting this bartender that she's going to go fuck. Right. I'm the opening act. It's fucking, you know, I, I'm sort of bewildered that this is what ha- is happening and I don't even know what to do or say about it, you know. Uh, so I checked that. She's already canceled the Tinder connection. Right. Three days later, she Venmo's me back the 60 bucks I spent on drinks for her all night. Right. Venmo, no paper trail. The date was annulled. (laughs) I think it took her three days because she wanted to do it on Bitcoin, but couldn't find (laughs) any less traceable way to. So that was my SantaCon story. Yep. It's also good for Valentine's Day and any of those bad Tinder dates. Yep, that's my little lesson for the day. You want to just just feel those blue balls Usually a Nold gets a bigger reaction, but nobody's here. Uh anyway, I guess let's just pass it along, right? Let's pass the torch to Well, I want to sing a little song for you. It uh, goes, uh, we'll hear those blue bells ringling, jing jing jingling too. And he is not getting pussy in this uh kind of I tried to rhyme with you. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that your Tinder date did not work out. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Matthew. It's Park. a much better story going back. Thank you. Oh no, you're amazing. That was a beautiful story. I was, I'm, we're so loose tonight. Do you know how loose we are? It's like, usually I like to keep it tight. You know how I like to keep it tight? And you haven't had sex with me. You don't know how I like to keep it tight, but I do. I've never had a baby and baby, I can keep it tight. I know how to kegel, bitch. I've been, I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, but that was a lovely set and I appreciate all of the smart things that you say. And I'm really sorry that, um, 75% of everyone isn't smart enough to understand your jokes. And that makes me sad because your jokes are so good and everyone's just so dumb. And, and, and it sucks cause your jokes are sometimes about how dumb they are, but they know it's too good. It's like, it's like you're too smart. No, but you aren't. You are. You're wonderful. And I appreciate your jokes. And we just have to find you the right audience who hates millennials as much as both of us do. Right? I mean, come on. Those snowflakes, they're like, but I tried. It's like, you know what? Sometimes when you try, it's not good enough. I grew up in the 70s and 80s. And when you failed, you fucking failed. And that was it. And they'd be like, look, you you failed. And now they're like, oh, you didn't fail. You didn't succeed. But your success is in your heart or something. I don't know what they say to millennials these days. You're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you a lot. And you like yourself the most. And that's what's most important, isn't it? To love yourself. That's the secret, right? All right. We're going to cleanse our palates here of whatever was happening because your next comedian, I don't know what he's going to do. He's such a wonderful human being. Every, I'm so, I mean, I know that it might have been a weird time to move from New Hampshire here and come back to San Francisco, but I love you in this womb and I love everything that you do and I'm so happy that you moved back and you're like, I love, 
I mean, I hate techies, but I love you. So I'm like, how do you be so awesome? And just, I love you. All right. Um, you get to do as much time. Just do as much time as you want. I don't give a fuck. Everybody, Peter Struckmeyer. Yeah. First of all, can I just say that all I want to do is just go night clubbing? Like, okay, I just want to be in a dark and crowded and sweaty gay club and like everyone there hates each other but wants to like hate fuck all at the same time and we've all had like 20 vodka sodas that we paid way too much for but it's fine because we haven't been able to pay for any of that stuff in all of quarantine and then like i don't know there's like disco lights and that weird fog machine that you've only seen from your middle school dances in the gym and then like suddenly out of nowhere like lady gaga and ariana grande rain on me comes on and it's like rain on me And like, I don't know, maybe I start to cry. Maybe I hold it together. It's my dance floor, who knows? And everyone is checking me out, right? Like I'm getting more stares than that time that I accidentally wandered into the after party of an SF gay men's chorus rehearsal. But then I go home with the man of my dreams who is rich but has never heard of tech. And we get married, and I become a trophy husband, and all I have to do for the rest of my days is just sit there and fuck and vacuum. That's it. That is the post-COVID life, people. But in the meantime, let me tell you what I've been up to since stay at home took effect. I bought a weighted blanket. Because apparently the world wasn't weighing me down enough. Like, what what can we do to problem solve this whole situation? I know, suffocate in your sleep. (laughs) Uh, Like, it's the most useless millennial thing to do also, right? To be like, it relieves stress. I'm just going to solve all my problems by buying a blanket. (laughs) But no, that's me. That's me. Um, Other useless millennial shit that I've done is I put up Christmas lights and uh, pro tip, if you do that, don't use the multicolored ones because uh, my sad one-bedroom apartment now looks like a gay bar that lets you smoke indoors. <laughs> now, all that's missing is the, like, fat middle-aged man who lingers in the living room, and for that, I still have grinder. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Netflix... Uh, I watched The Queen's Gambit. Did you all watch that? Yeah. Turns out chess is not that interesting. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not a sport. Would would much rather watch The Queen's Gambit if they were like break dancing in the USSR instead. But no, um, the alcoholism was really cool. I liked that part. And um, the other show I watched is a Spanish show. It's called Someone Has to Die. Oh, Oh, it's the best shit I've ever seen. Let me tell you this. Okay. So basically, this takes place in conservative Spain in the 1950s during the dictatorship. 
And uh, this very rich, very attractive college kid goes back to his noble village that he's from for the holiday break. And he brings with him his male friend who does ballet. And so the entire plot of this whole like thriller show is everyone in this village is like, they're fucking, right? <laughs> right? Everyone's like, they must be sucking each other's dicks. And so, like, that's not allowed in, in Spain during this time, okay? And so the father, when he starts to suspect that his son is fucking a ballerina, decides to scare him a little bit. And so he brings him to the prison he runs. And he shows him a gay man being tortured by being fed live cockroaches. And that, everyone, is the origin story of why gays are not intimidated to eat ass. But no, like the like the, okay, like the dad sounds bad, but it's actually the whole the villain of the whole thing is the evil grandma. Okay, there's this evil grandma, and she wanders their country club with a shotgun, and just like goes around and like shoots people, and she she has her target set on the ballerina, right? Because she's like he's corrupted the blood. Uh, but the best plot twist in all of this, and by the way, I'm spoiling the entire show, so like you will never need to watch this ever again, but know that's the most fabulous train wreck ever. And the, the best part is this whole series is centered around the notion that men who do ballet are gay as fuck. He's not gay. No, no, no. The, the one who actually is gay tries to make a move on him and he's like, whoa, dude, I'm just trying to hook up with your mom. Oh, and he fucks the mom in the middle of the forest, in the middle of the country club where they shoot the guns, okay? And let me just tell you, this show has truly been ground groundbreaking because finally, in 2020, we have the representation that we need, which is gays with guns. That is how we know we've made it, okay? But it's in Spanish, right? It's Spanish. It's all so in no Spanish. So no one's ever going to watch all it. You're fine. No, but None there's subtitles. None of this is a spoiler alert. No one will read subtitles. They're all idiots. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, it's weird in that it's only three episodes. So at that point, it's like, why didn't you just make this a movie? Like, I was like, all right. I mean, I'll, I'll watch this in three parts, but whatever. Oh, what ground did we cover? We covered what I'm watching on Netflix. We covered, <laughs> we covered, <laughs> covered what I'm watching on Netflix. We covered the fact that I just want to go gay clubbing. We covered my way like, oh, I had another topic I was going to say. Um, what is it with socialites and suddenly being advocates for prison reform? Like Kim Kardashian did, but also this chick that I went to college with who's secretly loaded um, is doing the same thing. Where, like, now her whole Instagram persona is, like, criminal justice advocate because prison's not okay. Ah! It's like, you were not at a prison, okay? You were just staying at a courtyard Marriott. 
I understand how you could get the two confused with one another. <sighs> what else should I talk about here? I mean, what, what does the room want me to talk about? I think I exhausted any, like, semblance of material I had coming into this. Give me a topic. Give me a topic. Your, all of rip. your new material is beautiful. You were just speaking about breakfast. Uh, were there waffles at that breakfast? Like... The, the the breakfast of champions are there if you the waffles is that I, what breakfast was but wasn't breakfast? there a breakfast i don't I'm remember sorry breakfast. you were talking about i would love breakfast see i'm really worried i'm accidentally gonna eat that that edible like, like i'll be like oh like have a nice breakfast and then like 20 milligrams later i'm gonna it's be like where am i it's only 20 milligrams come yeah. on 20 is nothing 20 is uh, nothing 20 is nothing can i tell you the first time i ever got high um I decided to go straight to edibles and skip just like smoking weed. And I didn't realize that a hundred milligrams is kind of a lot ah, in one dose. And I got so high that I started singing Christina Aguilera beautiful to myself in my bed. And there was like makeup dripping down my face that I wasn't even wearing. <laughs> that was how high I got the first time. So 20 milligrams, I'll be able to handle because that's how we started with weed. Oh, I'm really wor I was really worried I was going to accidentally like crush all of your danishes here, but I haven't done that yet, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I think that's where I'm going to end it because I have no, run no, out no, of things No, 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 no. You shouldn't. You should keep okay. talking. Okay. Keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. About whatever. Like, um, what other okay. things have happened? Oh, no. Yeah. I can't use this much longer. So so I will I will discuss this. Um, You know how Spotify did the, like, Spotify wrapped thing? Okay. You know. So basically, so basically, for those of you who don't know Spotify, um, Spotify did this thing at the end of the year where it recaps all of the music that you have listened to to give you like data about like who was your top artist, what was your favorite song, like et cetera, et cetera. And then it gave you like percentiles that you were in based on listenership of like how much you listened to that artist. Um, so in true gay fashion, my number one artist was Madonna. Oh yeah. And I was in her top point. Oh, one percent of listeners. So if any of you are like, truly, someone cannot be this gay. Like, I kid you not. I have data to back this up. All right. Like, yeah. Do you know how intense that fan following is? And I was just like, la di la di da and like skipped my way to the top. What's your favorite Madonna genre? My favorite, oh, erotica. Oh, all oh, right. so 99? 90s. Nine, no, 92. 92. 92 Madonna. When she came out with the book, the sex book. The sex she book, was, yes. And I yes. have a, I have a t-shirt, actually, I should give <gasps> you. I have two of these t-shirts, and I give you, it's, it's her naked body when she's standing and she's on the street corner, and she's oh. like, she's gorgeous. I have two t-shirts. I should give you one of them. I want that as like wall art. Yeah, no, you have to wear it. So oh, you're I, I gladly would. I gladly would. Okay, oh, no. I was doing a Peloton ride the other day because I'm like a shitty millennial. And um, the, the first song on the ride was Erotica. And that's how I knew I was like in for some shit. Because like if you're... 
starting, if you're starting anything where I'm like gyrating my hips up and down <laughs> with erotica, like I'm gonna go places on that ride. Like that's gonna do more for me than just physical fitness. What's your favorite Madonna song? Ooh. Oh, it's really hard. Top it three. Is really top hard. three. Top three. Top okay. three. Um, holiday. All right. Power of Goodbye, which is like kind of a bummer of one. So I was I was almost not gonna say that. And then probably something from the Confessions album. I'm gonna say Sorry. The like techno-y album she did in like 2005 before You're techno so was cool. deep cuts what about what about the one with the little boy open your heart oh yes me, i do love that one too baby, I'll give. can you please explain to me that video um that prostitution one with the little boy, but like the one with charming the, the windows that go up and down she's yeah a, she's a yeah. sex worker which i totally appreciate but then there's a little boy that she hangs out with and then they skip down the road yeah i think end. it was like Oh, like, maybe it's his coming-of-age story, but, like, make it cute, but also make it a little slutty. Like, that's my interpretation of that video. Can I tell you, though, uh, during quarantine, I also watched every single Madonna video in chronological order. Stop it! And I also did it with Mariah Carey. I also did it with Janet Jackson. I also did it with Rihanna. I also did it with Britney Spears. I also did it with George Michael. And I need a boyfriend is the conclusion we're coming to from all of this. Yeah. I've had a lot of time on my hands, Pam. What's that? What was the best? What was your favorite compendium that you listened to once you'd heard the entire, once you've heard the entire library? It's got to be Madonna. It's It's got to be Madonna. It's not, it's not George Michael. It it could be George Michael, but he's dead, so I kind of am like, well and he had like a he had like a little bit of a lull. He had a little bit of a lull there. Whereas you can always go back to wham, baby. Come on. Wham, yeah. The wham days were the days. Um have, do you, love George have you bought um either one of Madonna's children's books? Oh, I thought you were just going to end that sentence at children. I was like, no, no, maybe. No, no. I don't know. <laughs> like, do they take Madonna's Apple children? Pay? Like, sure. <gasps> no, um, no, I have it. Should I? Oh, I should have done so that for the really holidays for my niece and my nephew. Books. But like what age children book? They're for children, children. They're for baby babies and stuff. Just Madonna. Madonna has okay. a bunch of children's books out. I have a nephew that's four and a niece that's two. Oh, perfect. Are they like children, children age? Yes, or are they like that you need to buy the Madonna Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll look into this. Yeah. Also, oh. Britney Spears put out um, a poetry book in like 2001. Oh. And oh. The, the poem where she talks about Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright, which is an homage to Dylan Thomas, but it's not at all because it's about a tiger. That's also and it's great. About her and a tiger. It's so perfect because oh. she has no, she's trying to be smarty pants and she does dummy pants it's and it's great it's gorgeous if you can find her poetry book from 2001 britney oh Spears, i would love that it is the cringiest most g- g- gorgeous just horrible oh oh well, what soul. i love about that is that she's she wrote this in 2001 yeah so it's she like published. basically is a child like like the target demo is her <laughs> at the time and in 2020 I don't know if you've seen her Instagram recently but whoop whoop, whoop um 
Yeah, like okay. I feel like she might actually be dumber now than she was in 2001. That makes me so happy. She was super smart, though, or at least her PR person was, because when she shaved her head and everybody's like, why did she shave her head? That's because she was worried about losing her children, and she knew she was going to get drug tested. Yes. And acid lasts in your hair forever. Was it acid that she was on? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all in your hair. Yeah. So that's why she shaved her head. And everyone's like, why'd she shave her head? She's going crazy. And it's like, you dummies. She wants to keep her kids. Oh and God. she can't. If they drug tested her hair, they'd be like, you did shrooms here and acid here. And this was the ecstasy times. And wow, ketamine? Really? All right. But it's all in your hair, which is why she shaved her head. And it was like, oh, she's crazy. And I'm sitting there going. Does anybody understand science? Oh, my God. She, can I tell you, the videos of her on her Instagram just twirling around her house like microwavable food. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a mood. It's just a vibe and it's just a mood. And, like, maybe we all need to go, like, get into a van and rescue her. But, like, <laughs> uh, no one seems to have really come up with, like, an actionable plan to do that yet. So, like... I don't know. In the meantime, like, I'll like it and I'll just like be concerned to all of my group chats that I have about Britney, which is about five that I've got going on at a given moment. Oh, Britney Spears. But she did just re-release her last album like a few weeks ago. So like we kind of have new Britney Spears music, but we don't. But like we do. But we and it's don't... like kind of good. We don't need her music. We need her dancing. She True. was a great dancer. And when even looking back to the beginning days when she and Christina Aguilera were on the and um, yeah. Justin Timberlake and they were all together on the uh, Mickey Mouse show, you could tell she can fucking dance. She and can. so can Justin Timberlake. They can dance their asses off. Yes. And they were dancers. They were not necessarily singers. They were really great performers that were turned into singers. Thank yes. you, Autotune. Love you. But, you know, Christina was not a dancer, and no. she never has been. No, no, and no, And no, you no. look at her in Genie in a Bottle, and you're like, I know you're trying so hard, and you are sexy, but what you are is a gorgeous voice. Just sing, girl. But at that time, she was up against all these dancers. Yeah. Like, obviously, Christina Aguilera is heads and tails above Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, right. obviously. But who of the stars now, who is the biggest star? Mm. So, like, Jessica Simpson is making this weird comeback. No way, no, to come back with her MTV thing, with her, her stupid TV husband. Thing? Yeah, her book, what? I read her book. Her book is actually really good. Um, did she write it herself, or did she just no, talk and she got a ghostwriter, for sure. But, like... Also, at the same time, like, you want to talk about bad dancers from that era? Jessica Simpson. Like, Can't as dance. I, as I read the book, like, I would go back and I'd watch the music video that she's talking about. And I'd be like, oh, honey, like, you can't dance for shit. Like, Christina Aguilera in Dirty. Mm. Okay, she at least got her shit together for Dirty. Like, yes. all she's doing she is can, just, like, yeah, gyrating oh, and, yeah, like, oh, la, yeah. la, la. <laughs> and it was fabulous. It was wonderful. Yes. But. But. Yeah, Britney Spears, she can do like she a pot of array into a like you can actually use dance terms with uh, they're real dancers. That's right. the thing is that 
Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, amazing dancers. Oh my God, I wish that I could dance on stage and do what they do. Yeah. Very trained, very wonderful. They were turned into singers mm-hmm. and therefore pop stars and whatever. But really, they were just great dancers. Other great dancers, Janet Jackson. Oh my God. Gotta oh my give God. it to the queen. Five, four, three, two, two one. one. I mm. mean, I did that chair dance. I learned that. That whole thing. Brittany the, got all of her moves from mm, Janet. Well, just saying. Uh, well, and I, I, I was a mediocre dancer as a child, and so I've always wanted to be. And another great dancer, not a great singer, but a great dancer, J Lo. J Lo, oh my God. J Lo, stop it. Go even farther back, and let's talk about. Um, she was the. Two steps forward, one step back, we come together because opposites attract. And you know, she was the yes. fucking choreographer for the LA Lakers and for the Fly Girls. And she was an extra for none other than Janet Jackson <laughs> in her music video, Where It All Starts Back. Like, mm. that is where success is born mm. in a Janet Jackson music video. I I love all back when they used to dance in music no. videos. When people used to be like trained dancers, and now it just feels like, I mean, I did watch the, um, there was a thing with the girls in the WAP video, and they all did this dance, and I watched it a bunch of times, and it's all, it's all like this sort of grindy to the floor and yeah. stuff. There isn't, I don't know, just the things. I have miss the like elbowy, like there's like five yes, people behind yes. you, and it's like organized <laughs> you just and like did it. in a wonderful line. You just did the whole. Th- you just marked the whole thing. <laughs> bye 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 bye. <laughs> I should really start a boy band. Like that should be my new quarantine endeavor. Is like yes, boy please. band. <laughs> Yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying. Hey, how about like a 30-year-old male boy band? Like, let's call it that. Like, let's stay in the age range of like, I don't know, like 28 to 33. But no, like we all get together for like rehearsals. Then they turn into orgies afterward. And then like, I don't know, then I get to have extras that I can order around. And I've dance captained so many musicals. I can easily get into choreography. Like... Let's do it. I want like a good like early 2000s music video where the lighting is perfect mm. and there's like futuristic contraptions doing things of different colors, but you don't understand like what the intent of this infrastructure is at all while we dance. I want to be at a Jamiroquai video. Jamiroquai. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the goal. Yes. How old are you? 29. Oh my God, you're so young. 29. I, I could almost be your mom, but I couldn't. Only if I was a teen mom. So that make sense. Well, that could have happened. It could have. It could have. <laughs> <It could've. laughs> um, I'm so happy that you're Peter Struckmeyer because I used to have a gay entourage and it was so lovely to have like positive male attention from a non-sexual source. It's just like Matthew Clark. <laughs> no, like, we are. We are. <laughs> We don't usually like come on stage and like share our opinions for that reason. We're just kind of like, what you see is what you get. There's not much more that like a performance can add to that depth. <laughs> you have so much flair. I love it. Oh. Um, will you um will you close us out with one of your classics? Oh. Like I mean, I'd love it if you 
do the one about your neighbor and the singing just because we oh, talked about yes. Christina. But. No, like I and like I need that like stress relief right now. Okay, so yes, so to close you out here, you know I've been a little stressed out, um, but you know I'm trying to rise above the hardship like the warrior that I am. And in case you're wondering what warrior that is, it's Xena Warrior Princess. Yes, every day when I go to work, I assume the warrior position and I unleash my weapon upon the world, Microsoft Excel. But no, like I'm, I, I'm trying to deal with stress a little bit better. So that's why I've created this new mindfulness routine for myself, okay? So like whenever I get stressed out, I go into the mirror I take a big deep breath in and I scream Christina Aguilera lyrics at the top of my lungs. Yeah, hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter. <laughs> like, makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much wiser, makes, makes me fighter. And after that, that's when I am like hyped up and I'm ready to go. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm ready to go and solve an equation. Uh, yeah, so some behind the scenes on that bit. My upstairs neighbor can't stand me for singing those vocals. He's like, hey, bro, can we not sing Fighter at 1130 at night? I'm like, sorry, I had the Sunday scaries. <laughs> but also know that I can hear you from the bathtub every time you sing the Chicago soundtrack. So guess who else is too gay for the building? <laughs> but no, I mean, it's like a valid request, right? Like, I feel like if I heard that through the floorboards, I would be like, why is Cookie Monster getting over a man? And um, that's my time. I don't know why I can't figure out this mic stand to save my life, but this has been lovely. This has been what I've needed. It's been far too long, and I can't wait to do it again. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank Yay. you, everyone. It was not too long. It was perfect and wonderful and gorgeous and wonderment. Yes, Peter Struckmeyer. Yay. We're, yeah, it's, that was beautiful. Beautiful wonderment. All right. Um, I have, I have uh, a very a little thing I'll talk about just for a second up there, and uh, so, yay me, yay. Yesterday, the boys were in here, and they were like, who can touch their toes? And I was like, that's a thing? Like, you can't touch your toes? Like, I can like I can put my hands flat on the ground. Like, that's not even like a, that's not, like, I, I mean, oh, oh. It's so funny. Uh, girls work so hard. Here's my other, this is my other trick, and I'm going to use just the mic stand just for a little bit just because I, I have had almost a full bottle of wine. But, like, like I can just sort of, like, pull my leg up. Like, I can still do the splits and I'm 46, and I'm like, 
Hey, young comedians, you don't want to have sex with me? Like, it's going to be fun. Like, I know shit, bro. And they're like, we're children, and we're scared of you, and you give us a mom vibe. And I'm like, what about a stepmom vibe? Because <laughs> it could be fun. No, I, I wanted to talk tonight about... I have a conspiracy theory that I think is real and important and nobody believes me and it's great. People are like, oh, well, who did you want to be the president? And I'm like, well, yeah, Joe Biden's fine enough or whatever. But they're like, well, if it was a woman, who would it be? Like, you choose Oprah, right? No, no, I didn't choose Oprah. Who do I choose? Martha Stewart. Yes, right? But she can't be the president because she's a felon. So I think this is the conspiracy theory that I made up that I think holds absolute water. She only embezzled like $50,000. And she didn't even embezzle it. It was uh, insider trading or whatever. It was $50,000 of insider trading. It's nothing. It's nothing. The Enron guys didn't even go to jail. Ha, ha, ha. But why did Martha Stewart go to jail? Because they had to make her a felon because they knew she could be the president. Right? She also was on... Donald Trump's the apprentice? Who else had an apprentice? Oh, Martha Stewart. Oh, did she have an apprentice? After she came out of jail. But because she's the only woman that uh, people would actually believe in, they're like, oh, she's a businesswoman, and she owns like 50. Martha Stewart Omnimedia is amazing. She has like 52 fucking active magazines. She's incredible. She's got TV shows. She's amazing. She's great at business. She took a thing that women were expected to do. Women were supposed to, like, make cranberry topiaries for free in the 50s. But then Martha was like, no, this is important. We can make money off this, ladies. These are real skills. She changed everything. She's amazing. And I think that they specifically targeted her for insider trading to make her a felon so that she could never be the president. Because who wouldn't vote for Martha Stewart? Right? Ah, you would vote for Martha Stewart. I would vote for Martha Stewart. Snoop Dogg would vote for Martha Stewart. Every black person would be like, well, Snoop Dogg. Like, do you, do you know the thing? This is so great. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg had a show together for a minute, and it was called um, The Potluck or something. It was very, very funny. And they did this Christmas thing, and it was so great. And Martha was like, I have 22 trees in my home. I have trees in my office. And Snoop Dogg was like, I got trees in my office. And she's like, I have a tree upstairs. He's like, I got trees in my bedroom. I got trees in the kitchen. She's like, I have a tree in the kitchen too. Ha <laughs> ha. But he was talking about weed. And she was talking about Christmas trees. Because she's Martha Stewart. But she smokes weed. Oh my God. Of course she does. I don't understand. Okay, here's the thing. Martha Stewart is like, Oh, I bet she does. She's she's the only celebrity that I've ever had like lesbian fantasies about. Like I have dreams about Martha Stewart and me in one of her barns that's huge with like Clydesdales and all of the ghosts of her dead Pomeranian uh, chow chows like all together leaping about and there's confetti coming from the ceiling and then I like scrape her vaginal yeast with my cat tongue blah and then I and then I spit it into a bowl and I make it into bread yeast and we make bread together. I take Martha Stewart's vaginal yeast and I make it into a beautiful loaf. I make it into a sourdough and I keep it and we make millions of dollars together with Martha Stewart's. Who would, did you not eat a loaf of Martha's twat bread? I would eat it in a heartbeat. I would eat her pastries. I'm like, oh my God, why are we not harvesting this woman's yeast forever? God, before she dies, she's like in her 70s, for God's sake. Yeah. 
She's uh, 74 now, I think, if I can do my math. How does she play with conservatives? Great, because she's a fucking businesswoman, and she's amazing. She was a lawyer. She was a model and a lawyer, and then she got married and then divorced, and now she's hot as fuck, and she's old, and it doesn't matter. Like, she has no, like, I don't care that she gets Botox. Put, let's, I mean, she might already be, like, part pig. I don't care. She's a capitalist pig. She's the only capitalist pig that I want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? I love me some Martha. Questions about Martha Stewart. I love her. I can't even... Right, other conspiracy theories. Other conspiracy theories are based on, like, flat earthers. You fl- fucking flat earth weirdos. Oh, there's this god in the sky, and this is, this is whatever. Hard negatives about Martha Stewart. One, people say she's mean. Oh, well, she's a woman in business. Women in business don't cry, my dear. You got to be a hard fucking bitch to deal with it. Um, oh, that's a good point. And it's so funny that when, well, but that's the thing is that Hillary isn't as pretty as Martha. Martha was a fucking model. Well, Martha has enough money that she doesn't have to ask anybody's forgiveness. Yeah, in the second act of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, yeah. she was bored. No, she's she's eating too many pot cookies. Yeah. He, she's she's hanging out with Snoop Dogg. She's smoking too much weed. She's seventy. She's over seventy years old. How you expect her to stay awake? You better be better actors. You know, I'm not gonna blame her. I'm gonna blame the actors. Why be so boring? Well, and 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 in her and in her defense. Any play should never, any any show of any kind at this point should never be more than an hour and 20 minutes with no intermission. No one can handle it. You get fatigue. You can't, like, it, it better, the only time that I saw a play recently, and it wasn't even that recent, it was Kathleen Turner in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, that I was, like, scintillated in the third act because, A, I love the play. Edward Albee is amazing, and it's all about drunk, and they're getting drunk, and they're getting fucked up, and there's all these things. It's And I love the play, and I knew the play, so, of course, I'm there. But usually I'm like, after the second act, I'm fucking bored. But, I mean, it was Kathleen Turner, so she was acting her fucking ass off. And if Martha Stewart is in the audience, and you are acting your fucking ass off, and she falls asleep in rent, it makes sense. You'd fall asleep in, like, um, it's because those regular plays, okay, so the first time they do it with, like, um, the Phantom of the Opera with the stuff. And it's great. And then and then the next time, it's, like, not Michael Crawford. It's, like, someone pretending they're Michael Crawford. And then the third time you see it, it's not that person. It's the third person pretending that they're Michael Crawford. It's just like watching a movie. It doesn't make any sense. It's not a real theatrical piece. So I totally understand why. If Martha Stewart saw Rent, and it wasn't the original Rent. It was, like, Rent with, like, the third cast of, like, we're these people pretending that we're those people. They're not like legitimately owning the role they're trying to remake the role that was done before because that's what you do with broadway so i'm sorry martha's got fucking aesthetic if you're fucking any human being with the best aesthetic who has the best who can look at any piece of art and i'd be like i trust their opinion martha fucking stewart 
God damn it, those cranberry topiaries. Do you know how hard those are to make? And she doesn't make them anymore. She has other people make them. But she's like, motherfucker, mm, I see the, mm, that's, not, that's not good enough. Martha Stewart is, I trust her aesthetic more than anyone. Kmart, right, uh, she was one of the first people to be like, you know what, I'm going to bring 300 thread count sheets to Kmart. You know what, poor people, poor people need comfort too. <laughs> She's like, if you feel like, I mean, you just have to wash them more, poor people, but I know it costs money. But like those, <laughs> you could feel like you're living in a hotel from And And um, Martha worked with Macy's too, and she did some great stuff. And... Um, all of her cooking products are pretty spot on. I don't know. I love Martha. I'm going to get, I was thinking about my next, I'm trying to decide between my next tattoos. I want to get a Martha Stewart tattoo on my arm here, but like the Obama one that's like in the red and the blue. Um, but instead of Obama, it's Martha and she's looking super pretty and it says like it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting that or the other one is a Mr. Me Seeks, and um, it says existence is pain. And it's Mr. Me Seeks, because I'm Mr. Me Seeks, look at me. Existence <laughs> <laughs> is pain to a Me Seeks. We aren't born in this world fumbling for meaning, Jerry. I, I, and anyone else? It's, y have you not watched Rick and Morty? Oh my God, the joy and wonderment you have ahead in your life. You have four whole seasons. Oh my God, I'm so jealous of you. You've never seen Rick and Morty. You've never seen it. You've never seen it. It's the best cartoon that ever cartooned. Do you like cartoons? Do you like The Simpsons? Do you like cartoons? Do you like any cartoons? Do you like, okay. Are you having I am really jealous of you actually right now in this moment because you haven't seen any of the four seasons of the amazing, the best show that's ever showed, and you get to enjoy those. And I watch them again and again, and I memorize them. I might even get a tattoo. Ha! My cat's name is Mr. Poopy Butthole. Ha! <laughs> I'm sorry I don't have any bad memories of you. Um, Mr. Poopy Butthole is a character, and anyway. You, I, I'm very jealous that you've never seen Rick and Morty. It's available everywhere. I've never seen Titanic, and that makes me feel better than both of you. I've also never internet dated. Have you internet dated? Yeah, you talked about it. Internet dated. You've internet, obviously, of course. I've never. I've never had a profile. I've never actually been on a real date. Like, every time I had a real date set up, they stood me up because I guess I'm, I don't know, uh, intimidating. I know, weird, right? And even in, in high school, I was never asked out to a high school dance. I always had to ask boys from other schools because I didn't want to be embarrassed because I asked them from my own school, and they said no, and I was like, I just can't handle this anymore. So I asked boys from other schools, and they were like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I had to pay. I had to pay for things. I've always been a boy. It sucks. It sucks to have to pay for things. Uh, ooh, wow, I just put feminism back 20 years, didn't I? <laughs> Oops, it sucks to have to pay for things. <laughs> Why can't I be like a real girl for me buy things for me? No, but I've never, I've never internet dated, and uh, it makes me feel like um, special. Well, but I just can't even imagine, like, I mean, I have to meet someone and then I have to talk to them 
on the onlines and I'm all honest and stuff. And so, no, but like everything I send is, I learned this from uh, Sierra. Everything I send is emotionally charged. Even when I don't mean it to be emotionally charged because I'm so, I'm just so myself. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm kind of authentic and I sound kind of like a basic bitch being like, I'm authentic. But it freaks the fuck out of people. So I don't think that internet dating would behoove me at all because I wouldn't even know which age group. Like, I can't go for the over 40 people with kids and be the stepmom because I have too many tattoos and I'm too cool and I do too many drugs. So they're like, mm, not into that. Like, oh, she's a fun time girl, but like, we're not, they don't, they're like, men. maybe they are, but I don't want to fuck some guy with a saggy ass. So then like, I want to go younger. I want to go in my 20s. I want to, I want to jump into that 20 game, but then they're going to be like, well, oh, she's old and weird. So then I have to deal with rejection and I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather just, I don't know, live. That bad. Okay. I don't, but that's the thing is I don't want it. That's the other thing. I don't want to fuck young guys because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So it's not gonna be any fun for me unless I actually like like them or whatever. Like if it's just like I want to fuck young guys. Who wants to fuck young guys? They have no idea what they're doing. Like it's not gonna be. They're gonna be like oh, blah, 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 blah. and then I'm like oh did you look? I'm here. The clitoris is here. <laughs> I can show it to you. Right, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've already been married. I've, I was a credentialed school teacher for years. I'm done. I'm not, if I'm not getting paid for it at this point, like, come on. Seriously. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a sec, I'm not gonna. Ah, uh, no, if I have an apprentice at Mutiny Radio, I want them to clean, I don't want them to clean my clitoris. I want them to clean these computers. I want them to clean the bathroom sweep out I I mean I need to get the shoes with the big heels and then put them in the nutsack and be like you will clean this toilet and you will like it but it won't be good they won't do it right because millennials are never good enough okay yay uh, I'm done talking up in the front of you and um, I'm gonna go back there yay yay Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to put up some more Miles Davis. We'll hang out. And um, I'm going to hang out here and drink f- till 10 because I'm allowed to. So y'all are welcome to hang out. Please eat your pop food. Uh, hang out. Okay. Yay. I got a manicure today. I feel so pretty.
Inamorato, mission, music, masculinity, master of the art, music. Who is this music, that which description may never justify? Can the ocean be described? Fathomless music, body of all that is, live everlastingly, Men, initiate, inamorato, your music are tomorrow's unknown, known life. I love tomorrow.
swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude. 
before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hey you, poetry reader, this is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay, we also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. And 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside MutinyRadio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, 
which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. L-S-D, fap, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. What is flat black plastic what could it be it's exactly what you think it is flat black plastic vinyl records round played mixed all for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! My name is Breakfast. And I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. 
as your chancellor. I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.